in his time, in, in the mid-18th century, it was Adam Smith who first established, in a definitive way, what is it that the market economy does and why it is important to have market in order to achieve efficiency, particularly economies of large scale, but also exchange in general, and why we can't produce every good that we need. You know, when I got in the morning and shaved myself, I wouldn't think of making a razor <laughs> for myself. And similarly, I won't go and harvest coffee, which I like to use, and so on. So I think the fact of the matter is that there is a... People understood that there was something going on with the market, but they didn't quite know how it worked. And the, the, the insights were deep and, and profound in a way that oh, even now is coming through. At the same time, there's a second lesson, which you can split into two. One is to say that the market is not a freestanding institution. You need many things. Markets couldn't emerge until you had stability um, um, of, the, um, of the ownership of rights, of contracts. Um, and the important thing about the legality of contracts is that you have to rely on contracts for the market economy. But if every time you have to sue someone to, to get things done, it wouldn't work. There has to be a culture which is parasitic on the, on the legal system. And that requires uh, institutions, legal institutions, media, uh, public knowledge, schooling, all kinds of things. Um, similarly, when the market economy operates, you need trust in each other. You have to have some kind of experience with each, uh, dealing with each other. And that also requires a different kind of institutional relationship. On top of that, and that's the other side, and that is 2.2, if you like, is that the, that the market economy not only is not a freestanding institution in the sense that it leans on other institutions, but also it never is complete in terms of what it can achieve. The other institutions are not only supporting the market economy, but they have to supplement it there will be unemployment from time to time. People will be without income. There will be huge supply problems in public education, on which Smith still talked extensively, um, or in public health care. These the market economy will not provide. And in America, which is perhaps the most successful market economy, still it spends more than any other country in the world, overall, as well as per capita, but has health care achievement that puts it uh, you know, not at the top of the league, but like, you know, I don't know, 15, 20th, something like that in terms of health achievement. You do need to supplement the market economy with health care. You need it for public education. You need it uh, for income support, unemployment benefit. You need it pension arrangements. You need it all kinds of social security provisions. And that requires other institutions to be developed to support the market economy and to go beyond it and sometimes to negate the market economy and it, very importantly, to discipline the market economy. As Smith discussed extensively how people whom we call prodigals and projectors can, because of their great love of making quick money, could uh, lead the economy astray and lead to a crisis of the kind that we are seeing today. Prodigals and projectors fit very nicely the description of people who started the subprime mortgage crisis, and it fits the end round very well too.
the world that emerged out of the uh, Second World War was um, full of problems, but it was full of understanding of how things go wrong. There were the depression of the 1930s, there were the lack of um, provisions for health care for all, that was well understood. Um, there was the wartime experience for countries like Britain was very important. For example, just to give one example, between the days when I used to work on, on foods and famine, was an important example for me to understand, that during the Second World War, Britain had a lower per capita availability of food than ever in recorded history. Uh, and yet, cases of undernourishment dramatically fell. The cases of severe undernourishment totally disappeared. Because that reduced amount of food was reaching people because of rationing system. People have entitlement to food. And that really meant that people couldn't, even in the time when food was quite plentiful around in the market, but couldn't afford to buy it, for the first time were entitled to buy it. So the beginning of the of the recovery after the war, late in the middle 40s, came the National Health Service, there came various other aspects of wealth, uh, welfare state, including pension arrangements, unemployment benefits, and so on. Now, the market economy was therefore being uh, supported by all these institutions in a big way, and huge educational expansion in which the government played a part. And we have to still remember that it's, a, it's an expansion which was in many ways cut across the political divisions. So there was a kind of liberation in using market economy at the same time supporting the market economy with other institutions and supplementing it. That was, in some ways, if, one, if Smith had reason to rub his hand with pleasure, he would have certainly done that in the, in the, in the 50s and 60s and the 70s. But then things started moving beyond and suddenly people got quite mad with the, uh, with the success. Somehow the lesson learned was that uh, for the people who were taking decisions, that the market could do fine, thank you very much, we don't need any other support. It was increasingly the regulations are not needed. Reagan started that very much, it was continued in the Clinton era. Uh, some of the major deregulations uh, of, of particularly insurance industry occurred in the, in the, in the, in the, in the modification that the Clinton era pro uh, legislation provided, uh, often by uh, economic advisors, they're very wise economic advisors, but they too were reading it in terms of all market economic success. Now, for example, in 2000, they abolished um, any uh, regulation on uh, what it calls credit default swap. Now, despite the fancy name, it's just a kind of insurance. It was a huge pressure from Wall Street. The White House uh, uh, responded, and, and, the, and, the, and the Congress responded. Now, now there are trillions of bad credit default swap insurance money going around because uh, these people suddenly you know, you needed capital for capitalism. Suddenly you could do capitalism without capital. A lot of people got into this insurance field without anyone checking whether you have the money to do it and what kind of arrangements you have. And then on top of that, financial uh, progress or innovation had allowed people to get rid of 
your uh, assets that you know you 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 lend people money or, or insure someone and you get either assets in the form of uh, against their uh, houses uh, or something else and you could sell them off through derivatives and other markets and soon the people who originally did the foul deal are nowhere in the market because they've got rid of the thing all these became deregulated there was no need for that the the, the you know the economies with the mixture of government regulation and the market were doing much better than they are doing now. So I think the crisis was generated by a, a kind of confusion about what is it that provides a stable progress using the market but at the same time relying on many other institutions. It was a very costly mistake. The total copybook case of that, I mean, of what not to do, is China. Up to 79, they ignored markets altogether. The, the industries were in a bit of a mess, agriculture were in a total mess. And the communes, there have been never a system devised which was less productive on agriculture than communal agriculture. Now, they abandoned them all in 79, and that worked brilliantly well for agriculture, pretty well for industry. Slightly mixed record, but pretty well generally. But in healthcare, disaster. You see, the Chinese thought since the market is so good, it works very well in the healthcare too. So they abolished universal social insurance provided either by the communes in, in agriculture uh, within the rural economy or by the state in other parts of the country. Communes did very, communal agriculture did very little for agriculture but did a hell of a good job for health because it gave a lot of money to healthcare and everyone was automatically covered. The Chinese abolished that um, and, and suddenly from after 79 you had to buy your own insurance with your own earned money and excepting for a small group of people for whom uh, high civil servants and some business firm everybody else had to do it and the result was a, a precipitated slowing down China's progress in healthcare. I mean, just to give an example, if I'm, it's often instructive to look at a part of India. India is such a diverse country. One part of India, Kerala, was very similar to China in having healthcare as a, as a right provided by the state. The right to get basic state-based healthcare was available to all, and Kerala never abolished that. And you can see the difference coming up. In 79, um, Kerala had a life expectancy of 67, China had 68. Um, now China had moved from, seven, from in 20, more than 25 years now, uh, well, 30 years now, uh, had moved to about 72. And Kerala has, is about 75, 76. Infant mortality in China and Kerala at that time was 32. Uh, now Kerala, uh, China had come down to, uh, to about 25, 26. Kerala is down to about 12. And it indicates what China could have got if their unprecedented economic growth was combined with a supportive, non-market-based healthcare. But they didn't. Because the idea was that just earlier on, they would have none of the market. And after that, they will have nothing other than the market. And I think what was missed out is the basic Smithian notion that you need a mixture. It placed market in a complexity of institutions. It gave market its due, 
and it's very important because a lot of people didn't, and it actually at the same time established why it needs the help of others, why markets are as good as the company it keeps.